Welcome to the Entrepreneurial Leap Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Dubay. For context, this podcast is inspired by the book, Entrepreneurial Leap by Gino Wickman. Gino is the founder of EOS Worldwide and an author with over 2 million copies of his books sold worldwide. Now in his next phase, he is taking his passion for helping entrepreneurs by partnering with five equally passionate, successful entrepreneurs, myself included, who have created the E-Leap Academy, where we teach the content from the book in a one-year program guaranteed to increase the success of early stage businesses. Now, a quick note about me. I've been an entrepreneur since the age of 14 when I started my first business selling blow pop lollipops out of my locker with my best friend. I ran a company that I sold to a public company and later bought back. I'm an author, speaker, host of an annual leadership retreat, and I'm partners in several other businesses. I'll be your host for the Entrepreneurial Leap Podcast where every other week, you will be hearing life stories from successful entrepreneurs who took the leap into entrepreneurship. You will learn from their mistakes and successes and be inspired as you move forward on your journey. Now, before I introduce my guest, I'm going to share with you a bit about eLeap Academy. The Entrepreneurial Leap Academy provides an immersive nine-month experience for new entrepreneurs with a focus on the three C's, clarity, confidence, and community. Let's start with the first C, clarity. You will learn to be clear about who you are, what you want from your business, and how to get it. The next C, confidence. You will learn to be confident you're on the right path, equipped with powerful mindset tools. The last C, connected you will become connected to a community of entrepreneurs just like you. Now, all participants receive four full-day in-person classes led by experienced entrepreneurs to equip you with the tools and strategies necessary to build a successful business. The Academy's dynamic community connects participants with a tribe of like-minded individuals for support and networking opportunities during and between classes. Students also receive a seasoned mentor offering personalized guidance and expertise to help you navigate the challenges of entrepreneurship. To start building the business of your dreams, visit our website at e-leap Again, that's e-leap.com. There, you can learn more about and sign up for the next Entrepreneurial Leap Academy. Introduction for Shayla Unique. Three, two, one. Today's guest is Shayla Unique. She's a member of our first Entrepreneurial Leap Academy cohort. So I am so excited for you to hear a little bit about her story and her experience as part of the Academy. Shayla is a certified HR professional, motivational speaker and entrepreneur, and was previously the director of human resources at Hamilton Anderson Associates 
a minority-owned architecture firm before officially launching Unique IM HR support. Shayla was born and raised in the city of Detroit, Michigan, and is passionate about education and the importance of self-development. The saying, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, is not just a cliche to Shayla. She truly believes that through education, hard work, and faith in God, all things are possible. Now, life has presented many challenges for Shayla. In 2012, being a single mom and wanting to provide a better life for her six-year-old daughter, she moved back to Alabama in hopes of starting a new life in the South. Through a few dead-end jobs, experiencing homelessness for six months, a failed marriage, and a newborn son, she decided to move back to Detroit in search of support from her family and a better way of life. According to Shayla, I fought and cried at the notion I failed at life as a mother, daughter, and a friend to many. Through Shayla's faith in God and determination to be a great mom, she knew things would get better. And in June of 2014, Shayla moved back to Detroit and decided to reinvent herself. Through her education, exceptional customer service skills, and desire to be a provider and a great example to her children, she focused on finding a career. Shayla's previous role as Director of Human Resources involved all functionalities of HR, but she is most proud of her efforts in introducing young African-Americans to the field of architecture. As a formal member of the National Organization for Minorities in Architecture, she has traveled the country, exposing over 500 minorities to Hamilton Anderson Associates in search of talent to join the team. Most recently, Shayla became an HR certified professional through the Society of Human Resource Management, holding an internationally recognized credential in human resources. This earned her the promotion of becoming the youngest African-American female to hold the director of human resources seat at the architecture firm. During this time, Shayla saved the company over $90,000 in audit fines, won six UIA mediation cases, single-handedly onboarded and off-boarded over 200 employees, developed and implemented the COVID-19 work from home program, coordinated successful leadership trainings, and so much more. In 2019, Shayla earned her first publicized award from Michigan's Corp Magazine as one of Michigan's most valuable millennials for her hard work, dedication, and contribution to her human resources responsibilities and initiatives. In 2019, Shayla was also nominated for Crane's 40 Under 40 and accepted into Crane's Leadership Academy Cohort 5. In April 2019, Shayla launched her brand, Unique I Am, to help support and uplift single moms, young ladies, and women. Shayla reminds women not to allow bad decisions and mistakes of the past define nor confine them. She does this through motivational speaking, sharing her story of how she went from a homeless single mother to director of HR on various platforms 
and selling Unique IM accessories. Unique IM also provides resume support for individuals seeking a career shift or elevation, along with small business HR support. Unique IM has presented as a guest at many women empowerment events and local vendor events. Through trials and tribulations, Shayla has experienced many accomplishments because everyone has a story, but your story is what makes you unique. You are going to hear lots of nuggets of wisdom during my chat today with Shayla. So here we go. Please enjoy. Shayla, welcome to the Entrepreneurial Leap Podcast. I am so excited to talk to you today. It's not even funny. <laughs> oh, I'm excited as well. I've been looking forward to this day for like, what, three months now? So. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm sure you've lost sleep last night. Um, yeah. Sometimes I like to start with a quote. And I'm going to start with a quote, and then I'm curious what your thoughts are on the quote that I read. So it okay. goes like this. You are good enough. Actually, you're probably overqualified, but let's start the week off humble. What comes to, your, comes to mind? Here it is. We're recording this on a Monday, so perfect timing. What comes to your mind when I read that? You've been following me on social media. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> So I, I actually used that quote before. And, you know, I think a lot of times what well, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, Shayla, you got this. It's you. This is me. You know, I'm going to start the week off a little humble, but I know that I know my stuff. So, you know, I'm, I love that quote. I do. <laughs> you know, I tried to find who said it and I couldn't. It said unknown every place I found. So me too. <laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> a great Thank you. Book. Thank you. Exactly. So um, I want to jump into your story because you you really have an amazing story. Um, you. you know, I'd like to kind of start around 2012 and maybe you can pick it up and tell your own story and I'll maybe fill in blanks if I think it's needed. Okay. Oh, my turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah your turn. <laughs> okay. So in 2012, I did like all of us do. Um, I made a bad decision following behind the wrong person. And um, that decision caused my children, or I just had a daughter at the time, so it caused us to become homeless, um, following behind someone that I thought had my in good intentions for me, but it turns out they didn't. And so, uh, yeah, we became homeless. I was living in, in a motel for about six months, um, working as a waitress at Waffle House, I was a bartender for a minute, but just trying to make ends meet so that we could get out of that hotel and, you know, have a normal life. Um, and so that's kind of where the journey started. You know, I made a bad decision uh, and then it led us to that, which led me to working at the Waffle House, which led me to work harder because I knew that this is not for me. Uh, so um, and that led me to eventually moving back home to Detroit after a few years. And that provided the opportunity for me to tap into HR. Yeah. And you got into HR with a local architecture firm that's a decent sized company. Yep. And talk a little bit about that, because this is before your entrepreneurial journey actually started. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. So actually, when I started in HR, I started as a temp for a company that um, is on the other side of like billing processing when you go into the hospital. And the lady there was so mean to me, like she was so mean. And so I used to try to read everything that I could to stay on top of everything. So she wouldn't have to question me. She wouldn't have to do any of those things. Well, they end up letting me go after about six months there. Um, and then that's when I had the opportunity to work at the firm. And because I learned so much on my own from the previous place, because the lady was so mean, I went in there, I started as a temp. And in my first 30 days there, I saved the company over $90,000 because I knew um, about I-9 forms, the most important form you could ever fill out for an employer, right? Um, so I knew a lot about the form. And when I saved that company $90,000 in 30 days, they were like, you're hired. <laughs> you're hired. So that's how got I a got a good one here. Yeah, like, oh, I, I think we got one here. So uh, they immediately took a chance on me, even with my limited uh, HR background. Um, it was the tenacity that I had. It was the ambition that I came in the door with to kind of prove, like, I know my stuff. You know, I can do this job. And so I was very fortunate to be in a position where they were willing to take a chance on me. And that is how I kind of started on my HR journey. Wow. And so you were with the firm for like seven or eight years. You moved yeah. your way up to, were you the yeah. top HR person? I was. So I came in the door as a temp. I signed on the dotted line as an HR coordinator. So I grew from the temp to a coordinator, to assistant, to manager, to director, a certified director so I became certified in HR in 2019 and that kind of proves like oh yeah she's very proficient she knows her stuff you know and they were like listen you you're the director you know what else can we do but make you the director and so just taking that chance on me developing me helping me to grow believing in me I, I was the director I ran a whole department by myself Amazing. for eight years Amazing. And what inspired you after all that growth and obviously coming from homelessness mm -hmm. and all the other challenges that you were experiencing, what inspired you to say, you know what, I actually want to go out on my own and have a, my own entrepreneurial journey and leave the firm? COVID, right? COVID allowed all of us to kind of tap into some things that we didn't really realize that we had inside of us, right? We were so bored. So it's like, oh, let me figure this out or let me do this. So during COVID, I was just kind of spitting out information on social media to help people, whether you were an employer or whether you were an employee, I was just providing legal information so people know their rights and what was going on. And I had a friend who asked me um, if I would help her to change her resume. And at the time she had on her form or on her resume that she was a daycare worker, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I changed that. And I was like, yeah, you're not a daycare worker. You are quality control over adolescence. Nothing different than what she said to what I said. It was just, I gave her a different title, right? And so when she did that, and she kind of put it out there on social media, like Shayla did this for my resume. I got the job, plus other jobs are looking at me. And people really started to believe in what I was doing, the information I was providing. And they were realizing like, oh, she's not just Googling this stuff, right? So um, they gave me the confidence 
to know that people out there need information that I'm able to provide. And they gave me the opportunity to really help small business owners um, and individuals, whether it was with a resume or whether it was on the HR side with processes in business. COVID opened the door for me to say, you know what, if I can go into a company and they take a chance on me, you know, I think I can take a chance on myself. It didn't happen immediately, but eventually it did happen where I took that leap and believed in myself. Were you scared? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, you know, just my background, just first of all, I have two children that relied on me and they kind of had this lifestyle now right and so it was like oh god I gotta maintain this how you know if I leave this secure job where I know I'm getting a bi-weekly paycheck to you know doing something on my own where there's ebbs and flows can I maintain this so it got to a point where honestly I had reached a plateau with the firm that I was with And we kind of sat down and was like, you know, let's come to an agreement, right? And so there there was some separation there. And although you think about it all the time, like, I'm going to leave this job and I'm going to be an entrepreneur, when it actually falls into your lap, and then you're like, okay, so now I'm here. Okay, so now what? And it's like, you've been doing this all this time. What do you mean now what? So it was very scary um, initially. And I mean, it's still scary now because like I say, there's ebbs and flows. There's days where there are no clients and there are days where I can't even take a potty break, right? (laughs) Uh, But it's very scary, but it's very, very rewarding. Mm -hmm. So talk about the evolution, if there has been one, of the business. Um, It's called, if I have this right, Unique I Am, and Unique's your last name. Unique is my middle name. It's your middle name. It's my middle name. And so perfect, right? I mean, that's so great. But it's more than HR because as I'm researching you, I'm seeing purses and I'm seeing hats with beautiful hats with these silk, um, you know, liners in them. So I'm assuming it doesn't mess up your hair or something, which I probably need. But tell me about the evolution of your business and what you all do. Yeah, so actually, my brand uh, and business was founded on empowering young ladies and women to not allow our bad decisions and mistakes to define who we are. Um, My brand and business started by me just talking and doing um, speaking engagements with people. And I went to an event one day that was talking about um, being in business and things like that. And I told them like, you know, I don't have a business or anything. I just want to share my story with people. I want people to know that if I can go through those things and come out on the other side, they can too. And at that event, that's where my friend told me like, brand yourself. You are, you are the brand, you are a business. (laughs) And I'm like, really? How's that going to work out? You know? So I kind of just sat back and thought about that. And then I was like, okay, what helped me even through the process? What can, what can I do to get people to gravitate to me? So that's how I came out with like journals and mugs and the different things that I have, because those were things that helped me along my journey. Uh So it started with speaking, then it went over to journals and products. 
because we were we suppress a lot as people I don't care if you're a woman man whatever you know we all suppress a lot so journal writing was my outlet I didn't necessarily talk to people about everything that I was going through so journal writing was my outlet so that's why I created journals you know um the purse collection that I recently launched was because when I first started in corporate, I didn't look like everybody else. I came from a different background. And so I wanted anybody who was going into corporate or into business or wherever you're going to, I want you to feel like a boss, but you don't have to pay a high cost. You're not paying Louis Vuitton <laughs> prices, but you have, you know, the Louis Vuitton look with the unique I am product. And then as I stated, you know, just continuously sharing my story, talking about where I've been displaying the products and people are like, well, can you help me with HR? Can you help me with my resume? So I'm like, I can. Yes, I can. And so that's kind of how everything kind of evolved. It started with me just talking to people. Then it went into me talking to you, but giving you something that's tangible that you can take with you and remember the story and remember your journey. Then it went into helping the businesses, you know, along their journeys as well. All aspects of life is a journey. And that's basically what Unique I Am is about. It's about your journey. It's about your process. It's about, you know, conquering the, the you know, I, I say, you know, conquering the CEO mindset, conquering corporate. But corporate is a mindset. It's not necessarily a position. You are the CEO of your life. You are the CEO of the business. So that's kind of how everything got evolved. And so now I'm multitasking with the product, the speaking, the HR, and it's fun. <laughs> so cool. I love it. Fun, energy. It excites you. It's your yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, one thing that we always like to talk about with entrepreneurs, you know, there's this thing that that has started going back and forth over the last, I don't know how many numbers of years, but um, going to college or not going to college. And and I saw that you attended Alabama State University. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, what what is your thoughts? Was is it worth going to college or is it not worth it if you intend to become an entrepreneur? So I will say it is definitely worth it. I, my college experience, I don't know about anybody else, but I had a ball uh, college. <laughs> you know, I learned a lot, of course, you know, I learned a lot, but I think that college is where you first learn to network with people. You learn um, how to interact with people because you don't have mom and dad there to guide you until you go talk to this teacher or hang with this person or that person. So it's your first networking opportunity. Um, and so even if you want to be an entrepreneur, um, I always tell people, you know, at least try college for a year. Go into learning marketing. Go into business. Some aspect that still want to help you as an entrepreneur, try it out for a year. Um, and then you have something under your belt, some kind of knowledge. You're going to learn something. You, you're not going to sit in that class for, you know, these classes for a whole year and just not learn anything. You're going to learn, take away something that's going to be able to help you along your business and entrepreneurial journey. So is college for everyone? No. My degree is in biology. Right? Interesting. <laughs> what? And, wow. And I'm an entrepreneur. I went to HR and, you know, so... You know, it, it's not for everyone, but I do encourage everyone to at least give it a try. Do something at the college that will allow for support of your entrepreneurial journey. Meet the right people while you're there. You have at least a whole year to whether you meet the right professors, the dean, the students, 
meet the right people while you're there. And then you don't have to necessarily have such a struggle as an entrepreneur. There's nowhere in the United States, honestly, I can go right now where I don't know someone from college. Like I went to California and I called some friends like, hey, I'm in California. And they're like, (laughs) where are you? So it's nowhere that, you know, that networking, those opportunities, I feel like you can get them in the world, but college is a setting where you can get that network and learn to about the business. That's so good. Good advice. You know, we, in the book, Entrepreneurial Leap, Gino Wickman writes about uh, every entrepreneur having a story of what he calls the nightmare and then a story of the dream. And now you've been doing this four years. Um, and so do you have a nightmare story? Do you have a dream story? Or if you have both, I'd love to hear them. Nightmare stories. (laughs) There you go. That's an honest entrepreneur. We've all had them. Always. Oh my goodness. I think the biggest nightmare story that I have and that I kind of uh, let people know is if you are in a product side, get samples (laughs) before you just buy in bulk and ready to sell. So I, my very first planner that I launched it was um it was great it was beautiful i read it they sent me um a digital sample to read through and because i'm the writer when i read the digital i'm reading it from my eyes right so i'm overlooking the errors that are inside because i know what it's supposed to look like and it kind of looks like that to me right yeah so i'm like okay yeah go ahead and print them yeah 200 planners <laughs> printed I get the planners in the mail and, you know, a long story short, I was presenting them to people. I'm giving them out, selling them. And this lady was like, you missed Wednesday. And I'm looking and I'm like, oh my God, I missed a whole whole day of the week. And I've been passing these out. I've been selling these to people. Nobody has ever told me. So now I have like 180 planners with errors. And it was a nightmare. That's wow. over $2,000 that was spent to create, print, bind, all of this time and everything that was taken. And it was a nightmare. But I will say that because I'm very genuine, because I'm very authentic, and I'm going to tell you when I make a mistake, I went live and I on social media and I told everyone, like, look at this. I opened the book and I'm like, look at what I did, you guys. Look at what I did. I made a mistake. And so many people supported my mistake. They were like, there's not really any book that you can find, Shayla, where people have not made an error. The greatest of the greatest writers make errors in their books. This is nothing that you cannot overcome. Discount them. People will still buy them. I can write over the date that's the the day of the week that's the error and keep it going. I know my days of the week. And so that was a nightmare for me because I just knew I had to take a loss on everything. But because I was transparent, it was like, listen, we still, we got your back. We still going to buy, give me five, give me six. Okay. (laughs) You know, so what I originally was selling for like 20, $25, I did turn around and only sell them for about $5 or something like that. But they went so quickly that people, when I started to release new ones, they were like, give me one of those too. So what (laughs) turned into a nightmare actually turned into something great because when you're honest with your audience, when you're honest with your people, 
they overlook certain it's things true. that we say as a big deal. They overlook those. So that was so true that I actually got woke up from. <laughs> I love that. That is such a great example because when you're open and honest about your mistakes, people really appreciate it and they want to support you because they've been there too. Mm -hmm. And, and look at that. I mean, people kind of even stepped up and bought the discounted version to help you out, which is amazing. And your energy, I can just imagine you doing it on social. I probably came across, you know, even funny, you know, yeah. like, cause you just owned it and you turned a problem into actually an opportunity. Yeah. So it's so good. Um, what about a dream? Has there been a moment where you were just like, wow, this is a dream what's going on right now? Yeah. So I have been afforded the opportunity to speak in different states. Um, and that has been the dream. That's the root of unique. I am right. Um, to share my story. And last year, I was um, tapped by a, a friend of mine who knew about me from kind of speaking and things like that. And she's like, Shayla, there's this opportunity for you to be a co-author in a book and speak on a panel. And so I'm like, oh, okay, let's try this, you know, something different. I've always wanted to write a book, but I didn't think about myself as a co-author, right? Mm -hmm. But that opened the door for me. And um, doing so, that has been a dream of mine to write a book and to be on a stage and share my story. And last year, I had that opportunity just for me being me and kind of relating to people and talking to people. So I had the opportunity to go to Atlanta, Georgia, my, you know, where we were on a billboard off the peach tree. We were posted everywhere on social media. And it was like, this is me you know this <laughs> is amazing this is me and this is what I want to do and so this year I've been uh, asked to join a group in New Jersey um in 2024 to speak on a stage in New Jersey and New York like New wow. York New York like that's where Jay-Z is like this, <laughs> these are the big people they are in New York so to have this opportunity and to have the peace of mind and to kind of be in the space that I'm in, it's it's what I've dreamed of, yeah. you know, just to be able to share my story on different platforms and have people really um, acknowledge and appreciate what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah, I love it. Congratulations. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So cool to hear. And, you know, when we teach the academy and also in the book, we talk about these six essential traits that entrepreneurs have, and they're visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible. Do you feel you have all six of those? So initially I didn't, but after reading the book, I was like, I'm all of these. <laughs> yes, you these. are. <laughs> I didn't think that I was really a risk taker at first. I'm like, you know, I'm always so reserved with a lot of things or kind of afraid to do some things that, you know, just with our internal clocks. But yeah. it was Ryan who actually was like, Shayla, what do you mean? You're not a risk taker. You have children. You left your job. You started the business. You are a risk taker, you know? So I was like, hmm, when you put it like that, I guess I am, you know? Yeah. And so I do think that I, hone in on all six traits you know I'm I'm a problem solver rather yeah. than business or life um I take risk you do indeed one. you definitely do 
I'm curious, you know, as part of you mentioned, Ryan, Ryan Henry, who teaches the Academy, um, how's the mentoring program going for you? Oh, the mentoring is great. So I actually started with Laurel um, when we first started the mentorship program. And Laurel has been amazing. So she has a background in um, as an attorney, and then she's an entrepreneur, and she's a woman. So when I connected with Laurel, it was on a um, a level where she was able, we were able to meet each other where we are, right? Because she understood the legality behind what I was doing, how I was trying to present a lot of things to um, business owners. So she was able to really help me and really uh, pull some things out of me that I didn't know were inside. So she's like, why? And why? And why? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know why. So <laughs> she was awesome. able to pull some things out of me that I didn't know were inside. And then there was a switch that was made over to Ryan being my mentor. And initially I was like, now I have to start over. I have to tell him about me. I have to tell, you know, where I catch him up to where I am. But you know, after we get over that initial shock of changing mentors, I look at it as a, a greater opportunity. He's a male. He is not in my industry, you know, but he does have knowledge in the, on the construction and the design side of it, um, which is where I kind of came from. And he's going to bring to me a different perspective than what Laurel brought to me because he comes from a different industry. He comes with different knowledge. And so I, you know, I'm loving it. You know, I'm loving the way that he is encouraging me. I'm loving how he's pushing me to um, places that I didn't know that, okay, I'm ready for that. Are you sure? Okay, let me go. Let me try this, you know. So it has been a great opportunity to have two different mentors from two different walks of life, from, you know, just being able to pour into me. I'm always the pourer. I'm always pouring into other people. So to yeah. really be able to sit down you and need have somebody to pour people. into you. Yes. <laughs> That's what mentors do. I love it. Like, so why did cool. you get one of these before? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's so important. And it makes, um, you know, uh, it, it's great to have a mirror somebody who can mirror you, you know, somebody who can help recognize some of the things that you might not be seeing and just, you know, the experience, you know, somebody who's been through some things that might help accelerate whatever it is that you're doing. Now you're two sessions into the Academy. And I think the next one's coming up here soon, if I'm not mistaken, how, how were the first two sessions for you? So the first two sessions were great. Um, I was able to sit at a table with some people who were from a completely different industry, um, who have more years of experience in entrepreneurship. Um, and again, we all have different um, backgrounds and different reasons of why we're doing what we're doing. And at that very first um, roundtable that we had, I gained a client. I left with a client. Cool. Wow. And... When I went back for when we had our second session, that client is telling other people, and they're like, get her, hire her. She, she's amazing, you know, and that led to more clients. So wow. not only did it provide an opportunity for business growth, it provided an opportunity for me to even talk to other people who are in a different industry, you know, uh, in marketing or something to say, okay, look at this. You know, what do you think about my, my website? 
And right. it's like, Shayla, this seems like a giant resume. What is this? You know, I love that kind of feedback. Tell, yeah. be honest with me. And I'm surrounded by a group of honest individuals who, again, pour into me. Um, I'm pouring into them, doing business with them. So it has been really great. Even the learning aspect of it is like, it's, it's very interactive. I don't, I don't want to be in a classroom anymore. Right. And this is not a classroom setting. This is definitely a uh, learning. I'm curious has has there anything that you've is there anything that you've learned that you've found challenging? Where you're like, oh wow, this is you know this I wasn't expecting this. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. But I'm glad I'm learning it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my uh, my pitch. <laughs> this is. Well, not really the pitch part, it's more of the personal statement, right? The the one sentence that really um, will get a person to understand what you do and make them want to do business with you. What problem are you solving for the individual? So before I had synthesis, right? And it was so hard to really put into one sentence what I do because I do so much, right? And so... It took me months. Like I was in Laurel, like so many different one-liners all the time. Like, help me. Okay, so now help me, you know, pull this in. So it was really, really hard. But after what's it been like five, six months, I think I finally have it. Like it was very hard, but I think I finally have it. And when I'm even using it um in person or on paper, people get it now. People get it. what it is that I do. Very cool. You know, one of the things that we teach is um, it revolves around thinking in 10-year timeframes, having a clear vision. And, you know, I thought back to, you know, 2012, mm -hmm. you're homeless. Mm -hmm. And now it's 2023. It's like basically 10 years, 11 mm -hmm. years. It's 2023 right now. What do you see in the next 10 years? I mean, you have come so far in 10 years. It's unbelievable. Sky is the limit, you know, and that's what I had to Sky is the listening limit. to you. Like, <laughs> this is where you were 10 years ago. Here's where you are like, oh, I did that, you know. So I think reading Elite, uh, the Elite book and really visioning, having that 10 year vision has helped me to not necessarily worry about the day to day. I'm focused on a big okay. picture. Yeah. Right. So before I even read the book, I used to worry about like, okay, I need to make this amount of money today, or I need to do this today, or by the end of the week, I need to hit this sales goal. Well, now I'm more so like, mm, I have a bigger goal, you know, that I'm trying to reach. And every day I'm working towards that big number as opposed to that, you know, I'm not, I won't say it's a small number, but as opposed to that end of the week number that I used to have. So right. um, in 10 years, I can see myself having a, I don't want a big firm. I want a nice, small um, HR practice that we are supporting the processes of businesses with under 50 employees. Um, I have my cafe, my business cafe, where people come in um, as business owners and you are able to use like a cubicle or a suite. And then you're also able to have round tables with other entrepreneurs who may be in at the time as well. Um, and then having this corporate collection all over the place, you know, I <laughs> want to make sure my products are all over the place and people know me by my name. Um, knowing the authenticity of who I am, knowing 
the genuineness that I provide and all of the business services and products. Like there's a story behind this brand. It's not just that's right. Louis Vuitton came out and now this is a $3,000 purse. Mm -mm. This is a unique I am because there's a unique story behind it. And I have a story too. And I'm carrying this product because of my story. I so I, I want to see myself just in the business and the brand just being a well-rounded, well-robust program for everybody. I love it. And you and I, before we started recording, we talked about your shirt, which is, says Detroit versus everybody. It's kind of yeah. hard to see on the video, but there it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. So you're from Detroit. Will it be mm -hmm. in Detroit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll be serving the born and raised. Yeah. I left for a while, came back. <laughs> but, you, but your cafe will be in Detroit. Oh, yes. <laughs> the cafe, will, the headquarters will be in Detroit, you know, and, and then that's when we kind of go into that 15 to 20 years. Then there you go. We'll kind of branch out to other places, but it'll definitely be based in Detroit, even though it's a 10 year goal. I've started looking for locations. Wow. Um, I've started um, just really mapping out because we should have the vision. We should see it every night. Right. So <laughs> I have this vision of what I want the cafe to look like. And I just envision it every night i pray about it and i'm just doing the work right now until they actually all falls together it makes my heart warm that you just said see it every night explain to the listeners what that means because you learned that in the, one of the uh, academies I, I did so um we're supposed to be able to see our vision every night our 10-year goal our plans our business plans exactly like envision it exactly as you want it to be and i envision it every night I talk about it every morning. I probably talk about it to myself or in the mirror, right? But when you speak it out loud, when you're speaking about the business and what you want, you have to envision it. You have to feel it. And I and that's what we were taught. We were taught to feel it, envision it, and see it every night. And I make sure I see this business cafe every night. I see how it's the glass doors. My office is upstairs. All glass. Like, I see everything. Everything. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait to visit you. I can't <laughs> wait to visit you. So I, got, I will be marking my calendar sometime in the next 10 years. In the next 10 um, years. That's right. And, and one of the other must-dos that we talk about is working hard, really hard. How has that been for you over the last four years? How hard do you have, to, are you finding that you are working? So uh, initially, at first, <clears throat> I was working so hard, I was burning myself out. Really? That's not a good thing. I was up starting the business. Um, you know, even when I was working my uh, job, I was doing the job after the job. I'm doing the business. I'm up till two o'clock in the morning. Then I'm turning around. You know, you still have to do your motherly duties and things like that in between. And I was honestly burning myself out. Um, and then I had to realize that you still have to set aside time for you, whether it's I'm watching a movie, whether I'm just doing absolutely nothing, playing with my son or whatever the case may be. I had to learn that you have to take time out. No matter how hard you work, there's no reward for burnout. <laughs> there's no <laughs> rewards for burnout. That's right. So I had to learn that I, how to work harder, uh, but smarter, right? And so that's where I kind of say, well, Shayla, you teach people processes. Start implementing some processes on your own. So I started doing automations and things like that with social media, emails and uh, things of that nature, having 
uh, cold emails already set where I just copy and paste some things. So I had to learn how to work hard at what I'm doing, but work hard in a smart way. Smart, yeah. And so that's kind of where I am now. Now I still have nights or days where I'm up pretty late and then I have to tap myself and say, this is going to be here tomorrow. It's going to be here tomorrow, yeah. you know. Yeah. The things that are going to make you a million dollars overnight, you got that in place. Let's the other things. Let's let's you know focus on it tomorrow. It's always. I love that. I love that. And you don't see burnout coming, so like it hits you. You know, mm -hmm. it's not like it's around the corner and you go, uh oh, here it comes. It just hits you. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm so happy to hear that you have that awareness, and you make sure to take good care of yourself. Yeah. Another thing that we talk about is taking criticism and doubt with a grain of salt. You know, so this is people who have all kinds of opinions about what we're doing. How's that been going for you? Have you noticed that happening? Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. Um, you have to pick and choose your battles. You have to pick and choose what you respond to and what you don't respond to, right? Um, I think the hardest hurdle or the hardest criticism that I came across um, on this entrepreneurial journey has been from someone that was that's really close to me and kind of said, you know, Shayla, I think you're kind of being selfish being an entrepreneur, you know, knowing where you and your children came from and now you're willing to jeopardize and possibly, you know, jeopardize everything that you worked hard for to follow a dream that is not necessarily guaranteed, right? Mm -hmm. That's a hard pill to swallow because... I mean, if you break it down in reality, yeah, it's kind of true, right? You know, I'm, I'm following a dream that doesn't necessarily have a financial number attached to it automatically. Um, but that was really hard. But then you have so many other people who are like, stay being consistent or I see you or, you know, I go into rooms and people already know who I am. Um, I don't want to be a, a mega celebrity. I do not. That's not the goal. I just want to be recognized for the help and empowerment that I'm pouring into other people. I'm pouring into their business. Um, and so when I started noticing people know who I am or recognizing my logo and things like that, uh, it's like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. And I don't care about what else is being said. People are always going to have something to say. You That's know, right. whether it's about a product or whether it's about the way you provide service. People are always going to have their own opinion. But my major thing is to always think about myself, not necessarily as this small business. If you are not going to treat Walmart or Nike or any of these other big brands that way, you're not going to treat me that way either. Right. So I kind of have to put myself in a balloon or in a headspace where I'm Michael Jordan and how is he thinking about creating the next pair of Jordans? You know, I he's not it. worried about how everybody else feels. He's worried about, you know, how am I going to get this process complete? And that's what keep me like, keep going, Shayla. That's keep right. Going. I love this. I love it. Um, you know, one of the stages that we notice that entrepreneurs go through um, is this idea of capitalizing on coaching and training and mentoring. And you seem like a learner to me. And so that really popped in my mind when I was preparing. So how has that played out for you? And talk a little bit about how you continually learn and and uh, look for ways to, you know, of training to help your company be better and help your brand be stronger. Yeah, I'm always learning. I love learning new things. Now, 
it can get overwhelming, especially when you're taking so many branding courses or so many marketing right. courses, because you want to try to implement everything that you're learning, right? <laughs> but you have to really learn what works for you and your business. Everybody has their advice that they're going to give. What worked for them? What worked for them is not necessarily going to work for you, but you can take bits and pieces of what of the information that they're providing and see how that will work. You know, you don't have to take the whole horse. You can take little pieces of the horse, the legs or the tail, and then put it into your business. And so I'm always looking for courses or for webinars or in-person events. Sorry, I have to set an alarm to pick up my kids. That's how <laughs> my work I am. But um, hey, that's so, that's the life of an entrepreneur. You got it all going on. The balls listen, are in the air. Alarm, like go get your kids to school. Um, but I'm always trying to position myself, whether it's a, a paid uh, course or whether it's free courses. I always look for the free ones. But if it's a paid course, I know that there are going to be some takeaways from it. If I'm paying for something, I know that I'm going to have to go into this with an open mind to be able to receive what is being delivered and then implement it. Don't just take the information and then now you have this notebook full of information. You're not doing anything with it. I'm an implementer as well. So when I'm learning something or when somebody teach me something, I'm going to try to do it. If it works for me, perfect. If it doesn't, I try, right? And that's all that I, I tell people. Get into these courses. Find what works for you. Learn about it. You know, I and if it works for you, great. If it doesn't work for you, that's okay. You tried it, right? A so lot me. of wisdom in those words. A lot of wisdom in those words. Well, Shayla, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I greatly appreciate it. I know how busy you are. And you got kids to pick up anyway. So Yeah, it's fine. They're up the street. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get out of school. They play with their friends for a minute. And yeah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> and to all the amazing entrepreneurs listening today, I greatly appreciate you spending time with us. And I wish you all much love and gratitude.